Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Lessons for My Kids. Today, we're talking about something that really should be hitting home with a lot of kids um, who are going out for their first job. Uh, and then you can come back and visit uh, again and maybe re listen to some of these tips when you're a little bit older and you're looking for your first career uh, position. Or maybe you are going to be changing jobs and you just need uh, a few tips to keep in mind because sometimes you don't go looking for a job very often and uh, sometimes you forget some of the just basic things that really set you apart from other candidates. So today I've got an article from Wealth of Geeks. And it's called, I've, hundred, I've Hired Hundreds of People, and These 11 Tips Will Help You Ace Your Next Interview. So for those who are 16, 17, 18, maybe looking at your first job, these are some things that you can learn from an adult who's gone through interviewing people and who has um, hired people uh, and some of the things that you probably should know. Um, and if you're college age or older, uh, these are things you should know already, and these may just be those reminders. So uh, one of the first things that this author talks about <clears throat> is how people who go in for interviews, they just they hurt themselves right out of the gate so many ways. Um, some of the most simple things that we'll be getting into, they can't, they, they either forget or they may not know or they just don't do it because of laziness or whatever. But when, when somebody comes in and doesn't even hit on the first basic things, most interviewers know within the first five minutes whether or not you're even going to be considered for a second interview or a follow-up or if you're just going to be flat out rejected. And a lot of these things are simple that somebody going in for that interview should be thinking about and planning for before they even step foot out of their house. So the 11 tips to ace um, your next job interview. The first one, dress the part. And I think this one is pretty self-explanatory, but I will go a little bit into detail with this. Um, the author writes about don't wear jeans and a t-shirt. You know, dress for the role. Uh, if you're going for a job in a bank, if you're going for a sales job, if you're going for, you know, some type of a, a position where you're going to need to dress a certain way, um, you know, dress for the part. Uh, do your best to at least show them that you're taking a little bit of initiative and a little bit of time to, you know, take that little bit of extra effort. Somebody who's going in for a sales job wearing a t-shirt and jeans is not going to set themselves apart compared to somebody who goes in wearing a suit or at least, at the very least, just wearing a shirt and tie and dress pants. But you've got to do a little bit more. Show them that you're interested. Show them that you're willing to take that little extra step and dress uh, for success, so to speak. Um... And again, it doesn't need to be formal wear. It doesn't need to be a tuxedo. It doesn't need to be something on that level unless the job warrants it. But 
at the very least, you know, I've told my kids and I will tell all of you, and and I learned this a long time ago, always have a, a clean and pressed pair of dress pants um, for men. Um, always have a pair of khakis, at least one, if not two. And you can have them, you know, a, for your dress pants, a pair of black, <clears throat> a pair of gray, and then for your khakis, have tan and maybe gray as well or black. Um, but always have at least one pair of dress pants and one pair of khakis. Um, because when you go for these interviews, at the very least, if you don't have dress pants, at least wear a pair of khakis, at least wear something besides jeans. Um, <clears throat> it just shows people that you're a little more serious. Um, and then having at least one tie, if not two, um, and I'm not talking bow ties, I'm talking regular ties. And there's a lot of videos online for you young men who need help learning how to tie a tie. Um, or ask your dad, ask your uncle, ask a neighbor, ask a friend. If they know how to tie a tie, they should be able to help you. And uh, it's, it, once you get it, it's simple. It's kind of like tying your shoes. It's, once you get it, you just know it. But uh, it can be tough those first few times. Anyway, moving on from that. Um, for Oh, for young women, have a nice skirt. Um, uh, have a nice dress. You, you know, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars. Just have something that's looking better than jeans and a t-shirt. Um, number two, smile. It's amazing on how many people go into interviews, and it could be your hundredth interview. Uh, you could be in a job search for a long time. You could be tired. You could be, you know, angry. You could be just disillusioned with the whole process. Always smile. There's a. Ama- it's amazing on how many people go into interviews and don't smile. I've I've had that happen when I was interviewing people for positions. It just, it sets you apart. It shows you that, that you're wanting to come in and work and you're willing to be a part of a team. And um, it shows that, that you don't just look at the glass as half empty, you look at it as half full and that there are things in the world that are worth being happy about and you'd be happy getting this job. Number three is carry a notebook. And I thought this one was interesting. According to the author, it says it's professional. And it means you're prepared to write down or jot down notes or anything important. And this part is interesting. The author says it also implies you're organized and companies like organized workers. I think they're right to a point um, that you have to show that, well, by having a piece of paper at the very least or having a notebook for you to write in is a great idea. Always bring that to an interview because you never know what they're going to ask. Um, or there might be something for you jot, to jot down about the, you know, somebody who greeted you on the way in. Or you might have met multiple people and you need to write down their names. Um, or there's something about the company that you want to ask later on that you're thinking of at a moment. But having that notebook is pretty interesting. But I found it in, more interesting about how they say... It implies you're organized. Well, it should mean that you are organized. It shouldn't just imply it. I mean, if, if a company is looking for somebody who's going to be um, a programmer or a you know supply uh, 
chain type person or somebody who's in a management position or somebody who's going to be in a sales position who has to keep track of customers and numbers. You better darn well be organized and whether or not you carry the notebook, at least, at the very least, carry a piece of paper and a pen. Um, Number four, talk about job requirements. Know the specific demands of the job and speak to those as you give answers. So before you get ready for your interview, go through what is the job asking for? What does it say in the job description that you applied for? Um, If there anything that you can research online ahead of time about the company, what were their sales? What was their business? What was, you know, maybe it's in medical. Um, If it's a hospital or a clinic, how many patients do they see in a given year? If it's, you know, a school that you're going to go and teach at, you know, how many students do they they have? And um, where is it located? And how many schools are around? And what high schools do they feed into? Or what colleges do they feed into? I mean, there's lots of different things based on the business that you're looking for, the, the position you're looking for. But look into it ahead of time. Know what they're looking for, uh, at the very least, based on the job description. Are they looking for full-time? Are they looking for part-time? Are they looking for you to work nights and weekends? What is it that they're looking for as far as skills? Um, most job descriptions share skills. You can find out a whole lot of information um, about a company, uh, but you have to go through and do your due diligence. So whenever possible, use words that the organization is looking for. And don't in, don't forget to include those keywords um, in your responses. So when they ask you questions, you know, what kind of computer skills do you have? And if you say, well, I know Microsoft, well, if that's one of the key words that they've put into their description, that should raise some eyebrows as far as what they're looking for and possibly put you towards the top of the list. Um, number five, research the company, which I think I've gone through most of that already. You know, memorizing the mission statement, it says here, uh, is a good thing. Um Even the slightest bit of research will help you answer some questions correctly. If you know the company's only been around for a couple of years, then you probably know they're fairly small. Um, Or if they've been bought out, or if they've been around for a hundred years. Um, Maybe they're fairly large, maybe they've got other separate divisions. Um, Or if it's a school that, you know, again, you might know some teachers that work there. Maybe you went to school there. Um, maybe you're new to the area and you want to learn about a business or wherever you're trying to get into the job. There's so much information out there uh, that you can look up. So make sure you research the company. But I've seen a lot of people go through interviews and they have known very little about a company and yet they are applying for a job. And I just question, well, how are you even applying if you don't know anything about what what the company even does. So do some research because you might even find that the company doesn't work for you. Um, It might not be a fit for what you're really looking for. Number six is always ask questions at the end. And I can't agree more. Always have at least a couple of questions. I always um, try whenever I did interviews, when I was the person looking to get hired, I would ask them, when are they trying to hire 
or what is the date they're trying to hire by um, and when would they be getting back to me? And if they say, well, we've got some more people coming in, we might not know for um, a few days, then I'll, I'll ask them specifically, will you be getting back in contact with me, you know, in three days, in four days, next week? What day can, what day can I expect to hear back from you? The reason you ask for this is that it's a specific question that they give you a specific answer and now you have a, a time frame that you can work within. If they say, we'll get back to you and you walk out the door, well, you don't know if they're going to get back to you in a year and you know, later that day, maybe in six months, you have no time of, of reference. And so it's important that you know and you ask that question. What is the time frame you're looking to hire and when can I hear back from you and get a specific date? Um, that's at the very least. Um, maybe you ask about other opportunities. If you say, well, this one doesn't sound like a great fit, but you know, based on my skills, what other jobs might work, um, might I be good at in your opinion? Or what does a typical day look like in this position? And maybe you can shadow somebody for a day. There are a lot of things that you can you can ask. Um, number seven, it says, answer the question, why us? And I think that's an important question because they're actually asking you, why are you applying to their job um, and to their company or their, their nonprofit or their school or their clinic or wherever it is that you're applying? But I also think that there's a question that that uh, they should be asking you um, uh, is about what do they what do you see in them that would make you a good fit? Because it's not just them interviewing you. Um, you're also interviewing to see if you want to work there because you may walk away and go, this was a horrible place or you might see something that really didn't didn't work well for you. It really is a two-way street, so it's not just them interviewing you and you hoping you get in, but it's you interviewing them to understand, is this even somewhere I want to work? Um, number eight is admit to real weaknesses. Um, you know, if, if no one's perfect. We've talked about that before on this podcast. So when they ask you, what are, what's your weakness? You know, answer it honestly. And somebody who answers it honestly, most hiring managers have, have interviewed enough people that they know when somebody's just kind of giving them a runaround of an answer. But if you say, you know, I struggle here or I'm not as, as proficient in this or I'm not, you know, as efficient, but I'm willing to learn or I'm willing to take classes or I'm willing to spend extra time or I'm willing to be mentored. I mean, take that little negative, which again, nobody's perfect, but show them that you're willing to continue learning and continue growing as a person, and you'll grow into that job. Um, number eight, lay off the cologne and perfume. I couldn't agree more. If you're going into a job interview, they don't want to be distracted by, by a strong cologne or perfume. So if you need to have it, you know, one squirt, maybe half a squirt um, would be good. Also, uh, lay off any other distractions. So if you have 
body or, or big jewelry or that can be a distraction, leave it at home um, unless the job calls for it. If it if you need to have that to get the job, then that's one thing. But most jobs, it becomes a distraction and then the interview doesn't usually go well. Um, number 10, don't bring your cell phone into the interview or if you do bring it in, turn it off. Nothing hurts an interview, interview more than when a cell phone starts ringing uh, in the middle of an interview and the person being interviewed goes to take the call. Unless there's some emergency happening, turn off your phone. You're only going to be in this interview potentially, well, depending on the job again. If you're a teenager, you're probably only in an interview for about 15, 20 minutes. You can be away from your phone for 15 to 20 minutes. Trust me, it is possible. If you're an adult who's looking for a job right out of college or you're looking to make a change, you could be in an interview for an hour or two or maybe more. Um, and in that case, unless there's something urgent happening at home that you might need to, to answer for or something that uh, maybe you're taking care of an elderly parent or you're, uh, somebody was hurt in an accident or something, you know, that's fine. But for the most part, most people can turn their phones off or at least uh, silence them for the time of the interview. And then the last thing, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, uh, and not many people do it, but write a personalized thank you note. Most people don't do this, yet it does make a difference in some jobs that when somebody knows that you've taken the time and effort to find their address, write them just a quick thank you card. It doesn't have to be really long and drawn out. It can just be, hey, you know, I was in for an interview. I thank you for taking all the time that you did. I really enjoyed our talk. And then hit home with one or two things that, that might um, help them to remember you or might differentiate you. I mean, the thank you note will already do that. But, you know, I really liked getting a tour of the plant. I really liked getting a tour of the clinic or the school, or I really liked meeting, you know, all the people who I would be working with or seeing the system, whatever it is, being that little bit of specific also gives them a reminder of, hey, that was a good thing we did. And this person really appreciated it. So uh, anyway, <clears throat> those are 11 things that uh, 11 tips for all of you who are going out and looking for jobs or getting ready to go out and look for jobs. Some things that you should be thinking about and hopefully um, you'll take some of these to heart. Now, there are a lot of websites out there you can go to to check on um, different tips besides these. Um, there's different YouTube channels that, that you can watch. Uh, but in the end, I mean, be genuine, be kind, smile, dress up a little bit, be honest, and uh, take some notes and, and write that thank you card, and it will make a big difference in your job hunt. So with that, I wish you good luck. I hope that you all get the jobs that you want. And until next time, to my kids, I love you. And I 
I'm here for you and I want to see you succeed. So until next time, thanks for listening.